Hello, everybody. Welcome to SportsScope. I'm your host, Robert Butler. We are one day away from the start of the NCAA tournament. I can't wait. Going to be a lot of big upsets. I'm predicting uh, more than normal, I would say. So I've got Keith Engel coming in. 30 minutes past hour, going to ask him about the NCAA tournament. Going to get his thoughts on this NFL free agency. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, pretty much says he wants to go to the New York Jets, but he says, I'm not making that announcement. I'll have quite a few sound bites from that. Plus, John ja Morant. John ja Morant uh, will be able to play Monday. He's served uh, basically an eight-game suspension. Most of that has already been served. Uh, we'll talk about that here in a little bit. Uh, get our first and only break out of the way, and I'll be back here, folks, in 40 Nine seconds. Hello, SportsCo followers. The program has seen tremendous growth since going five days a week. I just wanted to thank everybody for your cash contributions and sharing the program uh, with friends and families. Just a reminder, if you want to contribute to the program, go to the cash app, the word, the cash sign and SportsCope. There are other ways to contribute to the program listed at the bottom of the screen. If you want to advertise on the program, go to sports. That is sports with an S, another S, scope, S-K-O-P-E, at gmail.com, just like it's listed at the bottom of the screen. Thank you, and enjoy the program. All righty then, I'm back here live on all links now. Let's start off with the story that is the most imminent right now. Uh, John Moran, uh, we're, we're still in the NBA basketball season. Uh, he does an interview later. I think it's going to come out tonight with Jalen Rose saying that that gun in the video was not his and he's apologetic and all that good stuff. He's supposedly uh, going to or went to some counseling down in Florida. Now, uh, the NBA has put out a statement basically saying that uh, he, he's going to be back on Monday, March the 20th, uh, served an eight-game suspension uh, for flashing the gun, although there was no evidence he had it on the facility. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Memphis has got back into the two-seat of things. Uh, Pickles, I see you're coming up there. Uh They've shown to have some depth there. They're riding a three-game uh, winning streak. They've got ahead of Sacramento uh, back for that two-seat. And I'll say this. They went through a rough patch here over the last few weeks. But, you know, Dylan Brooks gets suspended. I want to say he had some uh, uh, too many texts or whatever. They're, they're past that. John Morant's going to be back Monday the 20th, the next Monday. And they're, they're in the two-seat. Also, you got to look at it from this perspective as far as getting his head right with this rough patch. Also, he's got rested legs uh, for this next stretch run for the Grizzlies. So looks like they're going to be back in good shape. Now, I know Steven Adams, Steven Adams, uh, he's really got a, a, a pretty nagging type of injury, knee injury. Uh, he's going to be out the rest of the season, but... Uh, he he's he. There's a chance he could come back for the playoffs. Jared Jackson is playing uh, a few extra minutes. I noticed that they're going with uh, Tillman, Jackson, and Dylan Brooks. They're playing a three guard uh, set there down in Memphis. So I th actually think they're going to be okay. I think they're going to be okay, and I think they're still going to be a threat in the West. I wouldn't put, pick them uh, to win the West, but I do think that they're going to be rested energized and ready to make a run. Uh, that's just talking the basketball folks. I mean, they're a deep team. Uh, remember they, they won around last year. I want to say over Minnesota, they pushed the much more veteran uh, team there. Golden state, the six games that team later went on to win the championship. Uh, speaking of that golden state team. Yeah, they won the other night, but you know, Steph Curry also just turned 35 the other day. Happy late belated birthday. I uh, don't see that Golden State team going very far. They got a lot of road games. Their road record this year is tremendous. Wiggins is not going to be back uh, from everything I'm hearing, some kind of personal issue or whatnot. 
And also, um, I don't think they're going to get Gary Payton. So a team like Memphis, they can make some noise with a Denver. And it looks like the Clippers, uh, if, if you think about it, that looks like the Clippers are starting to come on and uh, figure things out with Westbrook. And I noticed he's not finishing games. And they're on a little bit of a winning streak as well. So I do think that we are still in good for a one heck of a run. Uh, it's going to be a little quiet the next few weeks because we've got this tournament in the NCAA starting up. But I do think uh, the playoffs are going to be really interesting in the Western Conference pickles of the NBA. Okay, really big news now. Um, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers spoke today on the Pat McAfee show. Uh, he seems like a guy that is really irritated. Uh, he tried to be as nice as he could, uh, but uh, he's really agitated with, with the Green Bay Packers, and I can tell they're a little agitated with him. I've uh, got a few bites I want to play from that interview uh, that come that was earlier today. He's out of his darkness retreat, been out of his darkness retreat for a while. Uh, he basically says that he made the decision, yeah, I want to go. He says, this is not an announcement, but I see myself playing in, uh, with the New York Jets in the 2023 season. And he says before he was 90% sure he was going to retire uh for going in the retreat then he comes out he wants to play other words it seems like he's really ticked off that green bay's pushed this thing forward i don't blame green bay uh, uh pickle says he has a man crush on rogers <laughs> uh yeah mcafee that's why his show goes has really taken off he, he gets these big names and they've got like four hundred thousand people uh listening to this thing here so let's play Let's play. Uh, let, let's play some uh, some bites here. This is Pat McAfee, Aaron Rodgers. He's got a haircut too. He looks like he's ready to play. People that I trust uh, around the league, players mostly, um, that that there was some shopping going on. That that, uh, that they were interested in actually moving me. At this point, you know, I, I got to admit, I went in the darkness. Ninety percent retiring, ten percent playing. That's where my my mind was. My mind was, I'm I'm tired of this. I hadn't got back into my workouts yet. And I thought that that was what was best for me. So I went in the darkness and contemplated a lot of different things. But one day I spent entirely on the, the reality I was retired. And one day I spent entirely on the reality that I was coming back and playing. And just really sat with that for hours and hours, uh, what that looked like, what the reality is, how that all felt. And uh, when I came out, I was really interested in what the, what the kind of landscape was, uh, where, where Green Bay was at. And obviously, uh, if uh, I wanted to play, you know, what were the options? Um, so it was clear to me at that point that although the Packers were going to say the right thing publicly, that they were ready to move on. I, I can I don't know what changed that or what moved that. It is that hey, you know, we need to make a decision here because he hasn't made a decision yet. Um, again, there's no victims here. I'm not sitting here as a victim. You know, I love Green Bay. I love the fan base. They're incredible. I, I live for playing, uh, playing for them and and, and for Lambo. A lot of love for the organization. Um, I just think I wish that in the beginning of the offseason that had been the conversation. <laughs> He's trying to play politically correct as much as possible. But you can tell he is hot. He is hotter, like my dad will say, than a $4 pistol. Uh, it's, oh, so y'all going to retire me now? So you're going to retire me? Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. Now, now it's on like Donkey Kong. More from Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show. I think it's it's entertaining My to me. Uh, feeling is he going to be able to hold up? So, at this point, as I sit here, you know, I think since Friday. Uh, I made it clear that my intention was to play, and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. Okay. Um, and I haven't been holding anything up at this point. It's been compensation that the Packers are trying to get. Uh, for me, and kind of digging their heels in. So I would just, uh, <laughs> I think it is interesting at this point to step back and look at the whole picture. Um, you know, my side, love and appreciation, gratitude for everything that Green Bay has done for me. Love, so much love and gratitude and just heart open for the pack of fans yeah. and what it meant. Yeah, yeah. So he's saying that it's been a hold up. 
that now uh, the Packers are saying we're not trying to get a haul. So there's the truth pickles. It's usually somewhere in the middle. It's usually somewhere in the middle here. So all right, more on Rogers on the McAfee show. Look at the track record from the guy sitting over there uh, to all time you know, What happened with Jordy Nelson and Randall Cobb and, and uh, Julius Peppers, Clay Matthews, Brett Good. Uh, on and on and on. There's just a way of doing things that you don't want to bring it back. That's fine. It's a business, but there's a way of doing it that allows the man to keep the dignity. And honestly, that's some of the stuff I was fighting for. I will say this. I I, I am a fan of, uh, I understand it's a business. There is not really a clean way to do this. When, When you're telling a player you're done with them, you have to move on. I do think, and I'll say this, Dan Campbell, uh, the, the Lions head coach, who was a player, uh, it was a former player. I'm watching him in hard knocks, and he was the classiest about being that. Uh, I'll give Rodgers credit for that. It, it, there is a point there. Hey, nobody wants to get cut, but pretty much everybody gets cut at some point. Uh, for the record, Aaron uh, Peyton Manning was cut, folks. Peyton Manning was cut. And, and, and he's one of the greatest of all time. You know, uh, Joe Montana was essentially pushed out of the door. You know, he's pushed out. He went to Kansas City for a year, you know. And so, But I do think that there is a way you can call him in, thank him for the services. He, and he was a real stand-up guy. Dan Campbell was about it. I don't think you have to – the players don't have to figure it out on social media. It takes just a few minutes there. It takes a few – yeah, Pickle says his hurt feelings, uh, he should get over it. Yeah, well, he's calling, saying, I want to play, I don't want to play. Then he later gets on why his how his ego was bruised here. And I've got that here in a few bites. I think it's this next one. Listen I'm up. sorry about it. Jeez. That, that just wasn't the sentiment that I felt throughout the season. You know, especially even towards the end of the season. It felt like everybody was ready to move on. And... You know, I was interested by what the conversation would be in the week after the season, but it was pretty obvious uh, they weren't, you know, they weren't standing on the table. They weren't doing the opposite, though. It was kind of in the middle. Well, whatever you want to do, you know, we'll kind of do. And obviously that changed, and they felt like they had to take a hard line, um, which, which, you know, look, nobody wants to be the bad guy in the situation, and, and honestly, there isn't. At There's this one point. more bite. That's not the right one. Here it is. As, um, that honestly didn't have a, a big bearing on it. The, it was it was more just a sense that, hey, let's just be honest. Like, you drafted Jordan. If I hadn't won MVP twice in a row, this would have been a conversation two years before, which is totally fine, and I get it. And Ted Thompson, you know, rest his soul, is not there anymore. He drafted me. None of those guys are, you know, who were there other than Sam C. So basically, yeah, they, they, you know, the, they got a new regime in there. They're doing away with me. Yeah, his 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 feelings were hurt. Uh, and 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 Pickle says, uh, I, "I feel sorry for me." Uh, woohoo for him, victim. That is true. Even though he says he's not a victim, usually when you say that, you're trying to claim it. Uh, he's made. I just talked about yesterday of the kind of money, the three hundred million, according to Spot Track. Uh, Matt Ryan, what do you think Rodgers has made? You know, closer to 400. The, the money is so big. The money is so big. And you're you're looked at, and I'm an independent contractor. I just got my taxes today. God, you know, I've got it put back. But, man, you just hate to pay it. But it's part of life, you know. But I'm an independent. And that's essentially what these players are. They're you're independent contractors, you know. Uh, you're, you're your own business here. For uh, if you're lucky, uh, uh, more than five years, uh, you know, 10 years for some and 15 for others. And if you're Brady, 20. But eventually it, it's going to come to an end. And these quarterbacks are paid so much money that they don't, if you have a lick of common sense and some business smart, you're never going to have to work for anybody else ever again in your life. You know, uh, he's made. My guess is pretty close to half a billion dollars. If you look at all those state farm commercials he's on, he'll be okay. Now, as far as football, nothing is official yet. Nothing is official yet. Um, 
I don't know who to believe here. Now he says, I want to be a, um, I want to be a New York jet. Uh, he went on to say, he went on to say in this interview that, uh, it was a list of requests, requests, not demands. I think he realized the backlash of bringing back a guy like, uh, uh, uh who is it? Cobb, um, Randall Cobb or whatever, and 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 Mercedes Lewis and players like that, uh, Odell Beckham, who wants $20 million. Are you kidding me? They did sign Lazard. I'm okay with Lazard. Again, I think he's a better player than uh, Corey Davis. Uh, nothing has been official yet. I don't think they're going to give four or five a bunch of first-round picks for Rodgers. If, if so, the Packers are going to come out even more on top there. And... Uh, but, you know, I will say this. Sometimes people in life, coaches, organizations, myself included, we need a change of scenery. We need a change of scenery. And, and I, I think it'll light a fire. I just played, uh, we talked about this last week, I want to say, that uh, Derek Carr, I remember, it might have been a few days ago, Derek Carr said, I've always had a little bit of fire. Now I got a lot of fire back. I mean, I've really, because, uh, you know, he was pushed out the door with the Raiders and now he's with the New Orleans Saints here, Derek Carr. So more power to you. Uh, you just hope if you're a Jets fan that, that you don't overpay in draft and you hope that you get the guy for more than a year. You'd like to get him, ideally, if you really want to be ideal, about three years. You know, getting to about 42, uh, he, he, he is making a habit nor of checking the ball down, which is prolonging his career, you know, but you don't know what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. He, he's not quite to the fiery of a, of a Tom Brady, but that being said, the last time he felt disrespected, he did go out and win two MVPs. Uh, this, is, this is a change of scenery, better environment. I think something's going to get done here in the next day or so. Uh, I don't think he wants to go out the way things have gone out. And, yes, he's brought a lot of this on himself. You don't blame the Packers for draft. I mean, the guy was, what, 37, 36? And uh, he was coming back from a collarbone injury. They can't just sit on their hands and wait for you to deteriorate, then go out and, and, and draft the quarterback. They had to draft the quarterback, and he overreacted for it. Uh, you have to see, like I talked about yesterday on the program, you have to see things through other people's eyes. You have to see things through the organization's eyes and, and not be so offended when things happen. I've had, I've been uh, guilty of getting really irritated and hot in my life over stuff like that. Now I realize, you know what? It is what it is. It's a business. Don't take it too personal. Move on. And uh, especially in his case, you know, uh, that would be awesome if you could. If you, uh, Fickle says the Packers, yeah, basically take on that salary. If they can take on that salary, relieve it from the Packers. Packers had a good draft last year. Packers made way with Devontae Adams trade to get a really good linebacker here. I like Christian Watson. Uh, I like what I saw from him. There was a few splashes there from Romeo Dobbs. I like that quell. Walker or whatever, that uh, linebacker they got out of Georgia. Uh, they had a good draft last year, uh, not too bad the year before that. Uh, they're, they're looking pretty good in spots. They really are. They're going to have – they have some pretty high picks this year. Obviously, in the top 20, they're going to be fine. They're, they, these guys are pretty well run. They're going to be fine. Uh, like I said before, I have this uh, thing about the Green Bay Packer the uh, 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 the Green Bay thing where, you know, simply, um, simply uh, you concentrate better up there <laughs> because there's nothing to do and, you know, players get developed. So uh, wait and see approach. Okay. Is there any other news? Uh, like I've been saying for a while, all off season, the Dallas Cowboys staying in NFL. The Dallas Cowboys went on and cut Zeke Elliott. Thank God for them if you're a Dallas Cowboy fan. Uh, so they went on and franchise Tony Pollard a week or so ago. They've cut 
uh, Zeke Elliott. They sh should have never extended him a few years ago. And uh, so they're going to they're going to save a little over ten million dollars. I want to say uh, Adam Sheffer says by designated uh, Ezekiel Elliott as a post June first cut. Remember we talked about this before that you save more money in some cases if you cut a player after June first. It's some kind of weird thing the way these contracts are written. Uh, by designated Zeke Elliott as a post June first, the Cowboys will save ten point nine million dollars in salary cap space with five point eight in dead money. His contract will stay on the books until then, but he's free to sign with another team anytime if he want to get a short yardage guy. Uh, and CBS put this out: uh, his average yards per game uh, in twenty twenty two fifty eight point four. That's the lowest in his career. He's deteriorated from his rookie year, 108.7 and 16, 17, uh, 98.3, 95, 84, 65. I mean, just deteriorate, 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 deteriorate. And, you know, it is what it is. The guy's not even 30 years old yet. You know, so uh, he's going to be available uh, other other thoughts here. Uh, Darius Slay was cut. Now, I was surprised that they could not, uh, saying in the same division, the Eagles could not come up with anything uh, to, uh, they could not restructure Darius Slay. Good cornerback. Uh, now, Pro Football Focus says he kind of fell off. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Uh, they, they got him ranked at about 13th. And according to Pro Football Focus, uh, Bradbury, the opposing corner had a higher rating than Slay. Bradbury, I think it's a few years younger. He went on to re-sign with the Eagles. Now 32-year-old Darius Slay uh, is signed, and he just turned 32. So you're going to get two good years out of him. Uh, somebody will give him a two-year deal. Somebody needs a corner. I was thinking about a 49er team who just let go Emmanuel Mosley. So keep that in mind. Somebody that's a contender, uh, they've already signed Javon Hargrave uh, from the Philadelphia Eagles of 49ers. Keep an eye on that 49er team who has a great roster, who has a great roster, um, uh, possibly signing former Eagle Darius Slay. So Eagles took a beating with lost players. Uh, yeah, yeah, they did, Pickles. You know, they did. But they brought back Fletcher, Fletcher Cox. I, I think he's way past his prime. They gave him another contract. Uh, he must be a heck of a leader. And I think he is. I think he's a coach on the field. He's a leader. That's something I should ask the Philly sports guy when we get a chance here. Uh, all that being said, that hurt. That hurt. I will say, if you're an Eagles fan, losing Slay hurts. They've got the 10th pick. There's a, there's a cornerback. I think his name is uh, Martinez out of um, – Oregon. Uh, I don't know his last name. He's out of Oregon. And uh, some of the mock drafts have them taking that corner. They'll probably go the rookie corner route there. They'll probably go that opposed with Brad Barrett. They still may bring back uh, Gardner Johnson there, perhaps, from the Saints uh, that used to be with the Saints. And then again, maybe they won't. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put that much focus in on the safety over a cornerback. But I think they're probably going to go uh, safe to say if they don't make another major move, the Eagles, <clears throat> excuse me, talking 23 years, 23 years, 23 minutes straight here. Uh, the Eagles, um, oops, the Eagles uh, will probably draft a cornerback with that 10th pick, folks. Uh, yeah, they're, they're making moves. Uh, Pickle says, you know, Fletcher Cox is 105 in, in, in NFL years. Mississippi Gate, yeah, he's very good, uh, good player there. He's got to be a mental member. They drafted Jared Davis, folks, the really big defensive tackle out of Florida or out of Georgia last year. Players make their big jump, folks, from week one to uh, uh, from year one to year two. So there, there, there's a big move there. Uh, it's 24 minutes past the hour. I've got Keith Engel coming up here shortly. Uh, switching gears to the round ball. 
Uh, I'll tell you what, college, this tournament is wild. It's going to be wide open. Uh, I think there's probably going to be a George Mason, but I don't know who that George Mason's going to be. Uh, I, I've been looking at this since Sunday, and I've got a lot of questions to ask. I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll do some rapid-fire free agency talk with Keith, but mainly I want to get some tournament talk in with him. Uh, I do not think it's going to be four number ones in this tournament this year. I mean, I picked uh, – by the way, side note, the last time a number one overall seed had won the NCAA tournament was – uh, 2013, Rick Bettino's uh, Louisville Cardinals, I want to say, won a national championship then. So I don't know Alabama could win it or not. I didn't have four number ones in my final four. I got Texas at two, Gonzaga at three, with Alabama and Purdue and Alabama over Texas. Uh, that'll probably be wrong, okay? In the national championship, I have no idea. There's going to be a team out there. Uh, some of the ESPN guys have picked uh, Connecticut, who's a four seed, a four seed to win the national championship. Uh, so we'll see what happens here. FDU going to take this game with Texas Southern. Possibly. Possibly uh, FAU, I want to say. They've got a good matchup there, Carlos. Um, who is it there? FAU is supposed to be a really good team, but they've drawn somebody strong like Memphis, I want to say. And Memphis, uh, they beat the number one team in the country in the tournament. They beat Houston. They beat Houston on Saturday. But uh, Duke or Roberts, I mean, there's a lot of five sevens here, you know, uh, that, that could go in here. I'm looking at this thing now. I heard Far Farming could win. Uh, that they can beat uh, Virginia. I mean, there, there's just a lot of crazy stuff in there. I thought I had them all. I guess I didn't. I don't have – I just had a few I was going to ask Keith. But I'm going to ask him anyways, what does he think his um, upsets would be? My thing is, like I was saying the other day on the tournament, if you're betting it, uh, very fun. I had a good time last year betting the tournament. And, again, let me just make this announcement before Keith comes on. Tomorrow, I'm going to air the interview I had with Dan Dave Harris for uh, Let's Talk Sports, who created a uh, a, a uh, uh, podcast network. Uh, Dan's got cancer. Uh, he, he talks about his cancer, and 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 it's in stage four and everything. Uh, he's been uh, you know disability bedridden, but during this time, he is he has put together a well of a podcast network, uh, a lot of interviews. They talk just about every, every sport under the sun. He's out of the UK. Really nice guy. My show was broadcasting through that. Uh, so Dan's a good guy. It's about a 45, 50 minute interview. I don't have the exact time on it, but I've already got it recorded. It's going to play tomorrow, which gives me tomorrow afternoon off. And I'm happy. Uh, because I'm probably going to get a pizza and I'm going to bet some of these uh, FanDuel games, just a few dollars here and there, like we was talking about earlier the, uh, the other day, Pickles. Uh, I may just take the points. Uh, they're, they're so, there's such a, 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 a an opportunity for an upset this year like no other that uh, I, I may just take a lot of these teams. Like, for instance, I want to say a Louisiana uh, they had, they got like 12 points versus Tennessee. Tennessee lost a player the other day. Uh, yeah, Louisiana, the 13th seed. Francis may take them, you know. Uh, Marquette, you know, they were supposed to be a Cinderella, and now they are uh, all the way up to a, a number two team. They're number two seed. Now, they got Shaka Smart, really good coach there. But, yeah, Tennessee lost a player, uh, a key player, and I want to say UCLA lost a player. Uh uh, UCLA, Pickle says, just take all the underdogs in the first round. I might do that. I very well may do that. Have some fun with it. Try not to get parlay crazy because uh, you can do that Red Robin thing, I guess, where you can buy some insurance. Like if you pick like a seven or 18 parlay and you buy the Red Robin, you, one of them could lose and you still win some money. You wouldn't get the full payout, but you would win something like that. Me personally, I'll probably bet a lot of them individually. 
and I may do some parlays. I know FanDuel offered a uh, uh, a free bet. Like if you if you lose, you get that bet back. I want to say that I may have took a. Um, I think I took Charleston Southern and the points there. They're getting like five and a half. I keep hearing it. Furman, uh, they got a really good coach out there. And uh, that is according to Jay Wright, former Villanova coach, talks about Furman. They're getting five and a half against uh, Virginia. Remember Virginia won the national championship, what, three or four years ago with DeAndre Ayton, if I'm not mistaken. If you guys recall, the year before that, uh, Virginia lost. They were only 16 seed. Uh, one seed to get beat by a 16 seed. So I thought that was interesting here. Um, but anyways, hopefully we'll um, be able to get uh, uh, Keith Fingal on here in just a minute here. I was going to ask him what does he thinks about this NFL free agency. Go to get a quick Aaron Rodgers take, and we'll just dive right into that final four um in other news i guess you know we can kill a little bit of time uh tampa tampa has signed baker mayfield okay i'll get into that at another time the media put too much into baker mayfield signing with tampa i just seen keith angle pop up in here with his miami jersey on here hey keith how you doing man Hello, Robert. How are man, you? Man, I'm gassed up today. Um, really excited about this tournament, man. Uh, but I will ask you about the NFL free agency. How about the Patriots bringing in Juju Smith-Schuster, but they let Jacoby Myers go. What was that all about? I don't like the trade-off there. I mean, the Patriots weren't going to go. I think he signed – what did he sign for, 14 14- – I'm trying to remember what he signed for. Do you think it's just a number thing? It did come down to money with Jacoby Myers for sure. Okay. Uh, I don't like that trade-off. I'm not a huge Juju Smith fan. Juju, <laughs> I can't even say his name for crap. Juju Smith-Schuster. He seemed like a, kind of a, uh, got some maturity issues a little bit. Kind of like Chase Claypool, another former Pittsburgh yeah. stiller there. Uh, they let J- uh, Jonah, uh, what's his name? Uh, John New Smith. Yeah, yeah. I could have told you never to sign him. What What was that all about? Uh, you know what a waste of money. And somebody said that he, <laughs> somebody said they could have got more than a seventh round pick. I don't. For, you know, for the contract you got to take on, I don't think you can get more than a seventh round pick. I mean, they did well to get that. So goodbye, yeah. Janu. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, now there is there is some rumors that they are interested. Did you hear that they uh, they're possibly possibly interested in uh the according to this guy named jeff Howe, sources say the pa- the patriots have called about deandre hopkins we talked about that before no. and jerry judy out, out of denver uh and odell beckham by the way i mean i don't what is the thing about odell beckham coming off why is people interested you think that's his agent putting that out there i do i mean he was a tr- why did he never play last year why did he never sign with the team last year something's up with this whole thing. It smells really bad to me. I don't know what it is. Yeah. He can't play. I don't know, but I don't want him on the, on the team. I love DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. I know he's had some injury issues, um, but I think he'd be a perfect fit for this offense and just what Mac Jones needs. Now, whether they're going to want to trade what it's going to take to get him, I don't know. So what's he like 31 or something? I don't think he's that old though. I don't think he's in his mid thirties though. Is he? No, I think he's around 30. He might be 31, but I think he's still in his prime. I think he's again, you keep him on the field. He's a great, great talent and exactly what Mac Jones needs. And Bill, Bill O'Brien needs to make this offense uh, spread the field a little bit. What do you, what do you, what is your, uh, what do you think about Judy? Is it you think it's something issue with? Uh, he's really talented. I'm surprised that yeah. they would do that. Yeah, they, I've heard talk about that since the season ended that that they may part ways with him, and it seems yeah. a little odd because, I mean, I don't think they're really deep at the position uh, that they can afford to do that. But, um, you know, it might be that just he doesn't fit what uh, Sean Payton wants to do there. I don't know, uh, yeah. but he's a talented guy. I w- I'd rather see them take a flyer on him than Juju. Yeah, 
Yeah, he could get down the field. He's a big play guy, if you ask me. And Juju's yeah. not really that big a play of a player. Yeah. He's another, you know, he's Jacoby Myers, but I don't think he's even as good as Jacoby Myers. So yeah, not anymore. Jacoby would catch it every every time I seen him play. He catched everything they threw to him. Yeah, yeah. I, he's always a guy who moved the chains. The knock yeah. on him for a while was, you know, he didn't score touchdowns. I mean, he he went like four years in his career before he scored a touchdown. Oh, wow. But the last couple of years, he's got found the end zone four or five times a season. And he, a guy who moves the chains and he makes some great catches. And again, he had some trouble staying on the field the last couple of years himself. But yeah, that's a money thing. And I think, you know, for like, I think it was the guaranteed money too that, that the Patriots were not willing to, to do. Oh, but, okay. But yeah, you know, because of some other things, they got to have cap room if they're going to go after Hopkins or, or Judy too. So, so you, so I'm kind of getting that sense because I know they've got some money this year that they're going to go big somewhere. Yeah, it's well, I don't know what they're waiting for. I mean, again, they've talked because <laughs> you know, we're already three days into free agency and yeah. Juju Smith's their biggest signing. Well, re-signing Jonathan Jones was a, a, a big move yeah. too. I think. Was he the best corner of that core? I, could, I couldn't. I couldn't remember. Yeah, he was a guy. He was a guy, and he had he had his moments last year. But he was he's kind of inconsistent, uh, you know. But I think they wanted to keep you know some some veteran presence there because there's a lot of kids, right? In that McCourty secondary, retired, didn't he? And with Devin McCourty leaving, yeah, you know, there's a gapping hole both on the field and in the locker room there because he's a Hall of Fame player and person. You know, he's Man. just just a good human yeah. being. Yeah. Do you have anybody do you think that's kind of got a leg up on everybody in free agency from what you've seen so far? I know it's still early, though. Uh, as far as team wise, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Who are you um, impressed with the most? I, I kind of like what uh, I kind of like what Jacksonville's. I like what Chicago's done, too, actually. I oh, like, yeah. I like what the Bears have done. I think they've addressed the defensive side of the football and. You know, I think the team that really is getting hurt a little bit, the Eagles have lost like three key players, two on defense, and now I saw uh, my, uh, Miles Sanders, Sanders went to Carolina, by the way. Yeah, I think that's a big loss for that offense. Darius Slade, could you believe they let him go? Slade and the, and the kid who went to the 49ers, uh, Hart, uh, oh, Hargrave. Hargrave, Hargrave, and, and the then they lost the tackle. Yeah, I mean, I just am a little surprised at some of the guys they've let walk away, but maybe it's not them letting them walk. Maybe they wanted to go for whatever reason. I don't know. But Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I, they're such a deep team. Uh, they've got a high draft pick. I think they may go corner with that 10th pick. I'm sure uh, Jamie's got plenty to say about that from the Eagles. Side. Oh, I'm sure. I'm they sure. brought back Fletcher Cox. He's 100 years old. Yeah. Like he's as old as me, for crying out loud. <laughs> yeah. I think him and I graduated from different schools together. Yeah, he played back with uh, Reggie White and that crowd in the 80s there. You're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Bills get hurt, too, uh, losing uh, uh, one of their better linebackers. And I mean, I. Oh, Tremont. Yeah, Edmund. Tremont he's Edmund. only 24, too. I thought he was older than that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So again, I think I think I, there's teams that have gotten hurt. I think more than teams that have really done well for themselves. Yeah. Well, I, I personally like what Denver did. I mean, they went out, they got yeah. a guard, and then they've got uh, uh, McClinchy there from yeah. the 49ers. Went right after the offensive line. Unlike Tennessee, they're sitting on their hands. They went right after offensive line help there. Yeah. What is Tennessee waiting for? Have they done anything? In the well, they signed year? another former Eagle, uh, Villard, okay. <laughs> back up, <laughs> left tackle. Good uh, so, you know, who, who knows, man? Uh, what's your thoughts about this Aaron Rodgers saga, man? Since we kind of share a show with Mac Jack and Jim, Jim. Uh, you know, listen. If I'm look at I, I, I'm no Aaron Rodgers fan, but yeah, I hear you. If I'm the Jets. I got no choice. You know, I'm, yeah. I have no plan B. Plan B's have all signed elsewhere. Um, well, yeah, or go after uh, Tannehill. Yeah, well, or, or, or bring back Zach Wilson. Oh, my. Yeah, well, Zach Wilson probably will come back. And, and you know, the upside, if, if Rodgers comes here, and I don't know that, I mean, if he, I think he can still play well enough to help. And the Jets have a lot of talent. They, they've got they're a quarterback away from being a contender in the AFC. I think. Yeah, you know, they're. I didn't realize how good their defense was. I went back and looked at this. Yeah. They're top five in scoring and in yards. 
that te- that defense is ready to contend now. They and yeah. they've got pieces around the quarterback. They need to fix the offensive line a little bit. But taking a flyer on Rodgers, but the whole situation is just so freaking weird. You I know. know. Yeah, if you saw um the Pat Mac, I was just playing bits from it. He's saying that I wanted to go there Friday, but they're still working out stuff. I don't wonder if that's true or not. Well, I don't know. And and he got all over uh, – what's what's the guy's name from ESPN, the insider? Adam Scheffner. Uh, Adam Scheffner, he told him to lose no, that, Was he joking? Was that serious? I, I saw the clip on on the uh, Pat McAfee show, and it looked to me like he was serious. He said, you know, this guy <laughs> doesn't know what he's talking number. about, and I told him to lose my number. Man, I thought that was funny, yeah. But – I I don't doubt for a second that Rodgers has said, you know, before I get there, I'd like to see some guys come in. I don't think it's a coincidence that they signed Lazard yesterday. Right, they signed Lazard, and I will say this. I did look up the stats. I do think he's better than Corey Davis. You know, uh, Corey Davis came out of Tennessee. I told people, do sign Corey Davis, don't sign Jonu Smith. (laughs) (laughs) One's unproductive, another one's hurt all the Davis hurt all yeah. the time, man. I would say Lazard is better than Davis, yes. Yeah. So I, don't, I don't think he's a bad player. He's not um, that bad, but you just wonder. Rodgers is like, no, nah, I, I didn't. Those aren't, those are wish lists. Those aren't demands. You know, don't you worry, though. You know, Lewis is 37 years old, man. Yeah. And again, I am saying the Jets should take, they should take this chance because, you know, they, yeah. their window, the window isn't always that. Wide open for let long. We just need a quarterback. But I worry about him being in under the microscope in New York. It's going to be much different than Green Bay. And I worry about a guy who says, "When I went in the dark cave, you know, I was ninety percent sure I was going to retire. And when I came out, you know, I don't know who he talked to in there. Yeah, maybe it was (laughs) Pucks. You know, he should have kept that to himself. He looks a little bit like a whack job. With he this doesn't thing. keep anything to himself. I he mean, there's, man. there's a lot of information I don't need from you, Aaron. And TMI, you know. man. I'm like, I went into the retreat, ninety percent going to retire. I came out thinking, oh, oh, you want to do away with me? Okay, I'm going. I'm going to the Jets now. Yeah. <laughs> and he probably went in here and he said, "Wait a minute, I got sixty million reasons not to retire." So. <laughs> <laughs> that that. You know, uh, Terrell Owens had an incident. And remember this the big crazy thing? This woman said he was going to uh, uh, – his, his uh, a, uh, not an agent. She was like an assistant. She's like, he's got so-and-so million reasons not to commit suicide. He's not going to commit suicide. Do you remember that with Terrell Owens? I do. He was going through his kind of dark, you know, retreat kind of crazy thing. Well, I'm glad to see you getting a little bit better, man. A little yeah, better. Absolutely. I still got a bit of a cough and no well, it hurts really, still, but, huh? But I'm I'm probably, you know, a hundred percent better than the last time you saw me. I was about down and out then. So Right, right. That's why I didn't want to bring you on next week. I want to give you here I'm gonna do a little transition here. Oh yeah. Yeah, buddy. Hey, so I'm hearing people talking about the tournament here. Uh, some of the ESPN guys are saying Connecticut with a four seed may make it to the final four and win a national championship. What do you think about Connecticut, man? I think they've got a shot. They're playing here in Albany. Uh, I'm eight minutes from where they're playing the, the regional here in, in Albany, New York. Nice. Connecticut's playing Iona. Um, I like Connecticut to get, I think I had them going to the uh, lead eight is where I had them going. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Let's see. I've got them beating Iona. Iona's a live dog, though. If Iona shoots, because Iona and Rick Pitino, Rick Pitino right? they press all day game long, so it's hard to get into your offense, right, because you don't have a lot of time left on a shot clock once you get mm-hmm. the ball up the court. I take that back. I do have UConn getting upset in the second round by VCU. VCU's red hot. Red hot. Wow. Man, you know what? Ever since Shaka Smart has left there, it's like the program has just stayed on top, man. They have not really faltered at all. Off, I mean, have they? A little bit here and there, but I mean, they're pretty consistent. And Shaka Smart, you know, speaking of Shaka Smart, he's got to be the best coach in the country this year. Marquette picked to finish ninth in the Big East. They rolled yeah. through the Big East tournament. I thought they had a shot at a one seed, but Purdue, if Purdue hadn't won, I think there was a chance Marquette might have got to that one line. But I don't think the difference between one and two is that big a deal. I've got Marquette coming out of that region, and I got Marquette winning it all. Dang. I was going to ask you, what is your 
What is your final four? I, it feels like a George Mason year to me, man. You know, it's funny. I've got a lot of upsets early. A lot of okay. upsets. I got three number ones going out in the second round. I got Alabama, the only one getting through to the final four. Wow. I've got two twos in Marquette and Texas. And I've got a three. Gonzaga, who I've been down and burying all year, is playing great basketball. Yeah. Tremendous basketball. Mark Few, man. Mark Few is one of the greatest coaches in the country, and he gets le- the, the least publicity of anybody. Yeah. He just wins year after year. I was a little worried about their backcourts, uh, not quite as uh, uh, veteran and, and athletic as normal, but Drew Timmy's a guy who just doesn't seem to want to be denied. And, man. And they've got a, a, a freshman who's come out of nowhere up there, too. So, so you I, think Gonzaga? So I've got Gonzaga. Here's my final I've four. I've got them in the final four, yeah. Gonzaga, Texas, uh, Purdue, and, and Alabama. I mean, well, go figure. I think Purdue could lose. I but, think I got Purdue going out, I think, in the second. Yeah, I got three number ones. I got Houston losing to, uh, to, uh, let me see my bracket here. Hold on. Okay. I got Houston losing to Iowa. I think Iowa's going to win a couple games. Fran McCaffrey. Oh, you think they're going to beat uh, Auburn? Now, that's played in Birmingham. It is. Uh, in the next few days. It is. That's going to be a really good 8-9 game. And I think Iowa's playing good enough. They play good defense. They can shoot the basketball. Yeah. Fran McCaffrey hasn't had great luck in this tournament. He's had trouble getting past around to 32. But I think this year he does it. Wow. And, uh, I've got them losing to uh, Miami in the uh, – in the Sweet 16, actually, man, and I got Houston going. So, so you got, so you got my uh, Miami beating Drake. I do. That's a good that, game. You know, those five twelves, man, are kind of you know. Drake is another team. Drake's not very deep, but this that's an upset possibility. I mean, I'm on Miami basically because you know I'm a fan because of my stepson, but um, Miami's, <laughs> Miami's got a really good athletic team. But Drake is really good. They're not very deep. That's their problem. But they got those good veteran guards. And that's what wins in this tournament. You have veteran veteran guards who are athletic. You've got a shot to go yeah. ways in this tournament. And, and that's some where the kind of rebound. You yeah. Don't have, you don't have to have a bunch of All-Americans. No. Kentucky proves that every year. Yep. They, they, they always underachieve. Yep. And uh, so, again, I've got uh, – I've got uh, – yeah, Drake could be a live possibility there. Uh, in, I've got Houston going out. I got that already. Hold on. Sorry. Kansas going out in the second round to Arkansas. I've got Arkansas. Okay, Bill Self's coming back from having those stints. The, yeah. You know, traditionally, you seem like you watch this every year. Kansas really hasn't lived, other than winning that national, they have a lot of down years where they get beat early. They do. They do. Last year was not one of them, obviously, and they got a chance to do something only two other teams have done in the last 50 years. And that's well, when you think it's another Kansas. second round exit. I do. I've got, uh, I think Arkansas is the type of team that they don't match up well with. Kansas is a really good team, but they're not terribly deep, and they follow a lot, and that's not a good combination. Oh man! Um, so I, I think, and Bill Self coming back will help them, give them a little emotional lift, I'm sure. But you know, I hope he's okay. You know, I think it takes, I, I would think it takes a little more time to recover from having a couple of stents put in here. Man, right? But um, anyway. four days. But they have been known to go out early, and I like them going out early as well. And I like Purdue to get beat in the second round by who did I have beating them? Memphis. Memphis is red hot. Another team that's red. Oh running. yeah, they beat Houston the other day in the tournament. Yeah, yeah. I've got Memphis uh, getting to the regional Hardway. final. I got Memphis losing in the regional final to uh, Marquette. Wow, Marquette only won by two the other day. Uh, uh, well, the, they won the they won the uh, big tournament East. championship, didn't they? The no, they, they won that by more than that. They won by double. Really? I thought it was, yeah. but maybe that was at one point. It felt, I thought it was like 72 70. I, I may have missed something there. They, I don't know. Actually, they uh, got by St. John's by just 72 70. Oh, okay. Okay. In, the tournament, in overtime. Yeah. So that was their scare in the tournament. They, they played a textbook game against Xavier in the final. They played great defense. Uh, they, Man. they ran their offense well. And uh, this team's going to be a very tough out. So you got Mark. Okay, all right. How about this? Uh, Duke and Oral Roberts. Duke's a five. Oral Roberts is a twelve. Uh, ranked too high. Oral Roberts. That's an eight oh, nine. Okay. They should be an eight nine team uh, in my mind. Uh, they played really good. They've only lost four games all year, and every team they lost to is in a tournament, and they wow. didn't lose any of them badly. Uh, they lost to Houston. All of them on the road. Okay, so I think they're a live dog. I, I've gone back and forth on this because Duke's playing much better basketball now. Yeah. 
Um, now you know how sometimes when a legendary coach leaves, the new coach takes over and the team plays above their head the first year. Do you see that in a Duke this year? It's possible. And we saw it with Hubert Davis last year. Uh, yeah, they're not even in the tournament this year. Nope. Nope. So it happens. And look, they've righted the ship. They got off to a bad start or slow start, five and four, and the critics were all over right. Jack But um, he's done a great job here, especially at the tail end of the season. They played great in the ACC tournament. The ACC's down a little bit this year. Okay. Um, but um, I'm back and forth on this game. I, right now I'm on Oral Roberts. I got Oral Roberts winning two games because I got Tennessee going out in the first round too against Louisiana. Well, they got a player that got injured, and uh, uh, Louisiana I was going to ask you that. They're getting 11 points. Yeah. Actually, took I took them at nine and a half, and, and uh, I think I may take them again at 11 to beat uh, to at least cover that point spread. Yeah, I'm going to bet that game myself. I like that a lot. Tennessee's played really bad, four and six their last ten, and – yeah, they played one good game in the SEC tournament, and then they got beat. Yeah. And that was the one I bet that Mother Bleepers beat me. I had I had eleven. I think it was Ole Miss. I had eleven yeah. points, and they went by fifteen. Go figure. I think it was Mississippi State. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was one of those Mississippi schools. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then of course they get beat by Missouri the next day. What do you think about Missouri? I hear that they're they're underrated. They are. They're, who are they playing? They're playing Utah State, I think, in the first yeah. round. I like, I like Utah State here. Um, Mountain West, underrated league. Four bids this year. I know a little bit of a wow. uh, little controversy over Nevada getting in uh, with that last seed. They're playing uh, tonight against Arizona State in the first four. Uh, but I, that's an underrated league. And Utah State, Boise State, San Diego State, all really, really good teams. And I think Utah State will take Missouri out. Oh, but, do you yeah. think San Diego State's going to beat Charleston? You know it's in, it, it's in Orlando, though. I do. And Charleston's got a little bit of an advantage there. Home but court, uh, yeah. I Charleston. like San Diego. San Diego State's played really good basketball down the stretch here, too. Played really well in the Mountain West Tournament. And I think I've got them winning a couple games. I've got them beating Virginia in the second round, actually, and losing to wow. Alabama. Well, so you don't think Furman's going to – I hear Furman's got a really good coach too. Yeah, uh, Furman Jay Wright. got a really good coach, and it's a really bad matchup for Virginia because Furman plays about the same style that Virginia plays. So it's kind of <laughs> the worst, it's the worst matchup Virginia could get. I think they'll find a way to win this game, but uh, Furman could be a little live dog there too. Wow. So you'd like going back to San Diego State. Now, San Diego State playing Charleston, I, I, I took – uh, uh, Charleston because it's playing in Orlando. Look how far that is. Yeah, my problem with Charleston is they haven't beaten a team ranked in the top 100 all year long. Um, oh, wow. Okay. The record is good, but uh, and no, it's not the conference wasn't that good. I mean, you can't take anything away from them. They had a great season. You can only play the teams you got on the court, right? Yeah. You know, I always make that argument. That's one of the things I don't I don't think West Virginia's and, and Mississippi State's ought to be in this tournament with below 500 records in their conference you know oh, and everybody wow. shows up maybe the, it's called the bob huggins well you know with, with west virginia they it, it's kind of because you know they talk about all the, the the teams that they played in quad one and but they lost them all i mean <laughs> <laughs> I they didn't beat auburn but auburn's not that good this year yeah they got like a, the 10th the toughest schedule in the country, right? So they, but yeah. they finished whatever, seventeen and twelve. They lost. <laughs> all they lost all those games. I mean, at some point your record does come into play, you know. So that is true. Now uh, I'm hearing a lot of buzz about Creighton. What do you think about Creighton, NC State? That seems Creighton, like a good matchup. Creighton's played better. I've got Creighton beating NC State. That they were the prohibitive pick to win the Big East before the season started. And they, oh, they, really? They kind of had a bad stretch in the middle of the season. They righted the ship at the end. Uh, I think they've lost in the semifinals of the uh, of the Big East tournament. Um, they played much better. Uh, another veteran team and a really good coach. Uh, McDermott's a really good coach. And uh, uh -huh. I think they'll beat NC State, but I got them losing in the second round. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. See, the, the opinions, man, they are all over the place. They here. Are. Yeah, that's another. There's another sleeper that I like getting and winning uh, two games. You, uh, you, you see Santa Barbara. Oh, wow. I've got them beating uh, Baylor in the first round and uh, Creighton in the second round. So Baylor, Baylor's just not the Baylor of a few years ago. No, they're not. They're not as good as a national championship team for sure. They've been very up and down this year when they've played well. I mean, they could go on a six-game run here and right, you know, and and do really well, but they're just as likely to go out 
the first game in my mind. So mm. kind of my rule of thumb in the tournament when I'm picking my brackets and listen, I'm not always <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Believe me. Oh, it's a, it's a crapshoot sometimes. My man. rule of thumb is if I don't have a team like a favorite, one of the higher seeds or or whatever you might want to say, if I don't have them winning two games, I'll pick against them in the first round. What's the point? You know, because <laughs> in most of the brackets, it's like a one. Do you play point. a lot of brackets? I, I played like four already for ESPN. I don't put a lot of money. I don't put any money in them. I, yeah. I made a couple of money money brackets, and I got some for fun. I got one on TGI Sports Talk. Get into one on TGI Sports Talk. You know, oh, we'll okay. It's all free. We'll have just for bragging rights. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is it, where is it at? Uh, it's, it's on your, uh, it's Facebook. on the, it's on a TGI sports talk page. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll get one too. try to put that in, in the next day or so. Now UCLA has an injury. How bad do you think this injury to this player is? Uh, well, the Clark is out. The one of the he, Clark's one of the best defensive players in the country. He's out for the, for this season. And they lost okay. two other guys that may be back may make it back uh, either during the tournament or, you know, maybe first round. But UNC, Asheville beat them? I don't think so. I think UCLA is good enough to beat them without these guys. But okay. this team, if they were full strength, this this is a team good enough to win the national championship. And okay. uh, without if they were without all three of these guys, they're going to have a tough time getting through a couple of rounds. I did have them win in two games, but. Oh, okay. I was going to ask you about that Northwestern Boise state, uh, because the winner of that game would play UCLA yeah. in that second round. I like Northwestern to beat Boise. Um, okay. uh, and Northwestern's had a really good year. They got a good nice. possibility, right? I, and I could go back and change. This is one I may change. I've been flip-flopping on. Cause you said that in Boise in the mountain West. Are they yeah, in the they're in the Mountain West too, but I, I like Northwestern. They've had a really good season in the Big Ten, and uh, and Chris Collins a really good coach, and I like them to win that first round. I've been flip flopping on the UCLA Northwestern game in the second round, ah. back and forth. Well, because uh, you keep hearing this buzz about those injuries are really going to yeah. catch up with them. Well, yeah, that's why. Again, you need guys to be healthy. Houston, that's why I don't like Houston. I mean, Sasser, their best player, he's an All American. First team All American. Man, cost me and, a parlay the other day, man. Yeah, again, he's. They say he's going to play, but how healthy are you going to be? You don't get over groin injuries, you know, in, in yeah. a, five days. I wouldn't yeah. even play him if I'm Kelvin Sampson. I probably sit him in the first round because they don't need him to that for that game. They can win that game without At him. Sixteen, yeah. You're going to need him every other game, though. So I okay. might not even play you, him. You don't first. see any crazy upsets like a two or losing, do you? Um, in the first uh, early first round, yeah. First round, do I have any twos going out? Uh, I mean, I know that's crazy. I, I know UCLA is one of them, but it just feels oh, like it's that year, man. I mean, Alabama got beat on the road at Oklahoma earlier this year. Yeah, I don't think I had anybody hot lower than a three or higher okay. than lower than a three getting beat in the first round, but in the second round, I got a bunch of uh chalk going out in the first round. <laughs> <laughs> What about Texas A&M, Penn State? A lot of people talking right. about that game. I like Texas A&M. They're playing so good. That's a team that was seated way too low, too. Or too, yeah, way too yeah, low. Yeah, they got a good coach down there. The seven seed. They're just they were the second best team in the in the SEC, who's probably might might be the best conference in the country. Um, yeah, can you believe that in basketball? They it's been years since the SEC was like that. Yeah, and this team should not be a seven seed. But and this is a good matchup. Penn State's playing really really well. Uh, Jalen Pickett. So you like A&M, but that could be a buzzer beater. (laughs) It could be. I think Penn State is going to have a lot of momentum coming out of that. Even though they lost to Purdue, I think they're going to have a lot of momentum coming out of that tournament. And uh, it's going to be – if uh, A&M needs to shut down Jalen Pickett, like Purdue shut down Jalen Pickett, that's going to be the key for them to win, Um, which I don't think they'll do. Or I think they will do well enough to to get by uh, Penn State. Jalen Pickett's from up here. He transferred from uh, Siena right up – Right up the road from me here, and uh, oh yeah, yeah, Albany I've heard area. of that. Yeah, yep. that they were in a uh, tur- they had a run a few years ago, didn't they? Uh, Sienna's been, uh, you know, it seems like every few years. The last time they were in, Fran McCaffrey for me, Iowa was their head coach. Oh, okay. And uh, they won one. They did win a game. They, okay. When they get in, they almost always seem to win a game. Yeah, they've had a couple of runs. Mike Dean, uh, like boy, probably thirty years ago now. Um, but they had they won two games. 
when uh, Paul Hewitt was there, he he went on to Georgia Tech later on. They won a couple games when they got in the Man. tournament. Um, yeah, but, so who was your final four? Cool. You said you had Alabama and who? I got Alabama. Alabama. I got two twos in Texas and Marquette. And I got number three, Gonzaga. Come and on. You got Marquette winning it all. And I got Marquette beating Texas. A friend fight. of mine, she she's a big Marquette fan. She's from Milwaukee area. Yeah. Uh, this Texas team, uh, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Terry. No, Terry for for Texas took over this team under some very tough circumstances with yeah. Beard getting fired um, after the allegations against him and his wife and stuff. And then you know uh, who who rehired? Who was it? Ole Miss hired him. Ole Miss hired him today. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't any questions about you know. Listen, I don't doubt for a second this guy put his hands on his fiance. Yeah. You know, just because the charges were dropped doesn't mean this guy's innocent. Dude, now, going back to Shaka Smart, is is this Shaka Smart's players? Uh, they are now. Last year he was playing uh, – he played with uh, – He coached uh, at Texas for a while, you know. He was at Texas for quite a while. This is his second year at Marquette. Uh, at Marquette. Second year at Marquette. Um, and he, and he played just couldn't get year. it going in Texas, man. Maybe he left too soon. I don't know. Well, you know what? He came in. He, uh, Buzz Peterson was a coach at uh, Marquette um, yeah. before Shaka Smart. Now he's got Texas A&M playing really good uh, basketball. Yeah. So. Yeah, I just yeah, that's smart, man. He's he's something. You know, I thought maybe he was going to get fired at Texas because it just wasn't look. It wasn't it, it wasn't taken off. And oh, uh, he he got out ahead of the posse by taking the Marquette job. You it, know, yeah. Yeah, Which most people and now they're playing well. You just wondered if it was something that he started, and then Beard. Now Beard's good coach. So I think he coached at te- uh, Texas Tech. Did he prior yeah. to this? Yeah, he took Texas Tech to the final when Virginia won. Yeah, guy's a good coach. He just got to quit boxing with his wife. And, yeah, don't be hitting women. Yeah, uh, oh, oh man. Well, you know, Ole Miss. They've got Lane Kiffin. They'll they'll take anybody. Well, it, look at if you can coach people. <laughs> I mean, Will Wade got hired at uh, McNeese State, and this guy's like on the NCAA's. Yeah, and then he starts off getting suspended. What was that all about? What? It's a a weird uh, series of events. They sign him. They have a rally. Then they suspend him five games, hoping that's going to mitigate the NCAA. Uh, oh yeah. For those of you listening, that, that was the former LSU coach. I think he had some recruit violations or something. Yeah. He was, he was accused of arranging and in some cases handing the money over himself to players and parents <laughs> and coaches and friends of players and everybody else to get guys to come to LSU. So man. Yeah. We'll see how it plays out. I'm going to listen to this uh, over before I put in my, Final bracket in TGI Sports, and that's your Facebook page for for bracket. Yes, yes. Awesome, man. Awesome. Yeah, I think I'll do that. You know what? Let me do this. I can put it because I still got it copied. I think I can put it right in the comments here if you want. Let me put it in a private chat. Or can you, you can put it in my messenger. Either one. Oh, yeah. I can. Yeah, put it in my messenger. That'd be I'll awesome, man. I'll message you with it. Yeah. 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 Um, I appreciate it. I'll, I'll fill it out. Uh, by I'll the probably way, fill it out in the morning. Pickles showing that he's as old as me when he's flashing back. Al McGuire. I, I was yeah. a Marquette fan when I was a kid, and Al McGuire was my favorite coach when hey, I was didn't a kid. Dwayne Wade play for them? Dwayne Wade did. He played for Tom Crean. Uh, they went to the Final Four in his senior year at uh, Marquette. What happened to Tom Crean, man? You know, he uh, he parlayed uh, that success at Marquette to go into Indiana. And then that didn't work out. Had a little bit of success, and then things went downhill, and he went to Georgia, and he's doing uh, TV now. I saw him on – Oh, okay. Uh, he got good personality. I, I think he's Fox. related to the Harbaugh's. Oh, is he? I didn't know that. I think he's married to one of the dog, uh, sister his sister or something. I did Sports not Illustrated that. what Pickles says. So, man, you really uh, got – hey, I appreciate you coming on. This is going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I love the tournament. First, these first two days are four days, I should say. For Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, wall-to-wall basketball from noon yeah, to midnight. I, I'm, uh, I, I did an interview with our friend Dan on Saturday. Yeah. And so I've got tomorrow afternoon off. That's why I wanted to drill you today. Give me a pizza. I'm really living on the edge. I never go out to eat during the week. <laughs> <laughs> You're living large there, Robert. 
Yeah, yeah, I don't want to be just basketball, basketball, especially with FanDuel. You know, I'll play the point, two or three dollars, you know, play the points, play a few parlays, you know, something like that. And like we was talking about Pickles was saying earlier, just take the point. I may even take like plus 23 and whoever's playing against uh, one of these one seeds, you know. You can't be surprised at anything that happens in this tournament because it's as wide open as I've ever seen it, ever. Yeah, I, I, there's a George Mason. I just don't know who it is. It's possible. You may see a 12 get there. You might. You yeah, might. A Bradley. <laughs> you know, maybe. I had some guy, to, uh, one, of the, my, one of my followers, uh, Anthony, yeah. uh, uh, earlier saying he's he wants Nevada to lose tonight. Don't forget, Shaka Smart took VCU from the first four to the final four. He's the only guy ever to do it. Mm. Maybe Nevada does it tonight. Yeah. Virginia Commonwealth. How, what would Howard Cosell say about that? <laughs> Little school out of Virginia. Virginia, who would have thought? <laughs> you get a better Howard Cosell imi- uh, imitation than I do, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Virginia, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know why. I just, you, you read, when you see VCU, and then they do it again. And, uh, the year after that, they win a few games. Yeah. Yeah, I, I could think of a guy like him, Howard Cosell. So, who is this? Who would have thought? Virginia Commonwealth. <laughs> you know, they, they're back again. Cinderella, there's, they, there's a sequel, you know? <laughs> well, I got them going a few rounds this year, so. Hey, man. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. I, and, and, and you're all right. Shaka Smart, uh, Marquette. Uh, I'm, I'm going to roll with you on that one a few rounds. And uh, you're right about Kansas. I really think Kansas is there. I think they're going to be like Kansas of, of the past. Win a national championship, second round exit, <laughs> and then maybe another ten years they win, win another one. Yeah, they might. They might. Yeah. All right, buddy. See you. Hey, thanks everybody. Thanks, Robert. I see you Sunday, man. All right. Bye-bye. All right, bye bye. Bye.